episode 10, the one with the ouchy old bruise. Welcome to Truly Madly Smiley with your host, Lisa, the Smiley Coach. Lisa wrote this podcast because she wants you to grow up knowing you are not alone. She wants to help you feel confident from the inside out and know how truly madly amazing you are. This podcast is powered by Yukon and Rainbow Sparkles. The only show where children can soak up positivity, confidence, love, and encouragement whenever they need it. Are you ready to get your happy on? Let's go! Hey there, it's Smiley here. Lovely to have you here again. I'm back in your ears where I belong. I like it here, you know. I really like chatting to you and being part of your world. I hope you enjoy it just as much and thank you again for being here. So what have you been up to this week? I know lots of you in the UK have returned to school after a long summer. Wherever you are in the world, you're always very welcome here with me. It's so nice for us to be able to connect in this way, isn't it? It's a little bit different, but quite special, I think. So I hope your return to school went well. I know that school isn't everybody's favourite place. I didn't always like school, but I did love to learn. If there are parts of school that you don't like, I wonder if there's a way to make learning more fun for you. I was listening to a lady in Australia who homeschools her children She was saying that exploring and having fun, that is the best way to learn. Now, she plays this really cool game with her children when they're learning. She gets them to say their times tables or their spellings out loud. And when they get one right, she sprays them with the hose pipe. (laughs) They live in Australia, as I said, and that's probably out in the garden when it's hot and sunny. Now, for those of us that live in the UK... We don't always have the weather to be prancing around in the garden in our bikinis and swimming trunks. But if you're listening to this and you live in a hot country, you might want to give that a go. So what could we do if we live in the UK? We could shoot goals or what else could we do instead? Pie face. Ah, who loves pie face? Everyone loves pie face, don't they? Maybe you could turn some of your board games into ways of helping you to learn things like spellings or French or things that you can say out loud. That's another way to learn. But mix it up and make it fun. Now, if you listen to the last episode, the one with the best day ever, you know that that will really help you if you don't like school. Be sure to check it out if you haven't tuned in yet, because that is a good one, a really good one. Right, I'm going a bit off track here, aren't I? I really love to chat, can you tell? (laughs) Let's get back into it today's episode, the one with the ouchy old bruise. I'm very easily distracted. So let's start again. Welcome to this week's episode of Truly Madly Smiley. Something happened this week, which did actually throw me off balance. I call that wonky. But with every wonky moment comes a little or a big, it might be a big life lesson. I always try and see in any situation, good stuff and bad stuff, that there's something in there for me to learn. I like to be curious about life. There's no point in making things right or wrong. 
You just, it's a learning. It's all a learning experience. Now, sometimes that can be quite hard. So I thought if I shared my wonky moment with you, you know, like we went through it together, then that might help me be able to work it out. It also might help you too, because perhaps you've had a wonky moment like this. Talking through wonky moments helps all the jumbled bits in your brain come together and then you can make sense of them. You know, a bit like when you do a jigsaw puzzle. So you've got all the bits in your head, but until you lay them out on the floor, talk about them, you can see what the whole picture's meant to be. So what happened this week was somebody raised their voice at me and they were quite rude and snappy. I reacted hurt because I was. I don't like people raising their voice to me. And I certainly don't think it's okay for somebody to be rude. Do you? Well, do you know what they did? Instead of saying sorry and apologising for being rude and shouting, they called me sensitive. Has anybody ever called you sensitive or oversensitive or too much of this and too much of that? You're just too much. So I have this soft spot when people call me sensitive. There's another one actually that I've got when people say I talk too much. They have got a point there though, haven't they? I do talk a lot. (laughs) So what is a soft spot? A soft spot is like a bruise. And when people press on it, ow, it really hurts. It does hurt when someone presses on your bruises, doesn't it? Other people don't know though that they're pushing on a bruise. They don't know it's there. We do because it hurts us. So when somebody touches a soft spot, you can either get mad with them, be sad about what they're saying, be left speechless, or you can do something else. In the past, people have called me sensitive and they've meant it in a really mean way. They've meant that I was a crybaby or there was something wrong with me. I took everything the wrong way and I overreacted. I was dramatic and attention-seeking. That's not very kind, is it? Because actually sometimes it's good to be sensitive. By the way, if parents are listening to this right now and you think your child is attention-seeking, it's not a cue to feel embarrassed. We shouldn't worry what other people think, but we could see it as a call for help. They do actually need our attention. So these people who felt that I wasn't tough enough or I didn't man up. Wow, imagine if I was a boy. That would be doubly hard. If you're a boy listening to this, I feel for you. I think the world is cruel when it gives boys these kinds of messages, telling you that being sensitive is a bad thing. Let me tell you a little secret. It's a gift. And as a girl still looking for her prince, I would have a sensitive man any day over a roughy, tufty, gruffy man. So, you know, what these people were saying was that I felt things too deeply and that I hurt easily, that I bruise easily, just like a peach. Yep. But what's wrong with that? What's wrong with feeling things deeply? I think it's normal to feel things. We're human beings, not robots. So because these people saw my sensitivity in a bad way, and that happened lots of times to me, I started to believe that that was true. I saw my sensitivity as a bad thing. 
So what does it mean when somebody calls you sensitive? I do honestly believe that sensitivity is a very special, gentle quality that not everybody has. Everyone's different and that's fine. But when you're sensitive, you're very aware of what's going on around you. You can sometimes pick up on how other people feel or even what the mood is like in a room when you walk into it. Have you ever done that before? Walked into the classroom or walked into the kitchen when perhaps your mum and dad have had crosswords. You can feel the mood of the room. When you're sensitive, you use all your senses properly and deeply. Isn't that why they call it sensitive? I love the touch of my soft blankie when I'm curled up in front of the TV. I love the sound of soothing music and the smell of freshly baked bread. They are some of my senses. What do you love? Being sensitive just means that you use those senses and they're more heightened. And so you might smell things more strongly or hear things more intently or sense touch things and and um, feel them more. It's quite hard to explain, isn't it? But I think if you're sensitive, you'll know what I mean. I also think sensitive people make brilliant friends. They're very caring. They want to help. They're very kind. They care about how someone else feels because they know how those feelings can be really deep and really strong. And I think I've just mentioned already that when we're human, we're meant to feel our feelings. We're not robots. We're meant to be kind to each other and connect to each other, to love each other and really live our lives. And we do that through being feeling beings. Now, not everybody is sensitive. I think there are different levels of sensitivity. So how sensitive do you think you are? Let's score it on a scale of one to ten. It's 10 if it's like super sensitive and naught if it's not sensitive at all. You know, I don't care at all where you are, that kind of not feeling anything. I'm a 10. I'm definitely a proud 10. I'm a peachy 10 with all my bruises. I know where they are. And now I've kind of learned to be more careful about who I let close, who I let come in and be close in my life, close to me in my life. We're meant to be moved by things we see. You know, if we think of those senses again, like listening to a piece of music or watching a film. What movie gives you all the feels? The one that makes you laugh, cry and makes you happy just to be you. I really like the Paddington movie, the second one. I love the family which Paddington is part of. They kind of accept him just the way he is, even though he's totally different to them. I mean, he's a bear, isn't he? And they help him adjust to life in London. That film just really made me laugh. When um, If you've seen it, Paddington goes cleaning windows with his very bottom. It also made me really angry when he got into trouble for doing something he didn't do. And I cried a lot when he was... He phoned home and nobody was there. Nobody was there for him when he phoned. And I remember at the end, I was really afraid when he got locked in the box underwater. So you can see that film gave me all the feels and they stayed with me for a long time after I'd watched the movie. Anyway, I hope that wasn't too much of a spoiler if you haven't seen it. 
But what I'm trying to say is when you're sensitive, you feel those feels so deeply. Not just the bad ones, but the good ones too. And when you're sensitive, you're able to understand people and that helps you have better relationships with them. You're an amazing observer and you notice every little thing. So I'm thinking you'd make such a good detective or a secret agent. Sensitive people are kind and caring and that makes you really nice to be around. Your energy feels good to hang out with. You're good with animals and children. Is that you? You also find it easy to tap into your creativity. I bet you've got an amazing imagination and you're great at creating stuff, whether that's drawing or baking or building something with Lego. How do you like to be creative? You also have a very strong intuition. I've talked about this to you before, but your intuition is the part of you that knows it's like another sense. So you know the senses we've talked about before, your eyes, your ears, your nose, your hands, your tongue, then it's your intuition. We need that intuition. It's a bit like a sat-nav in the car. You know, your dad, your mum or dad have probably got a sat-nav in the car that tells you where to go. This is like a sat-nav inside your body. And if you listen to it carefully, it can tell you if you're on track or, like me, if you've gone a bit wonky. I've also noticed that sensitive people are really deep thinkers and that's because they're very curious about life. It's good to be curious. It means that you're open to learning and seeing things differently. The person who asks why is the one who is constantly learning and growing. Did you also know that sensitive people learn languages better because we process information deeply and over time we understand and remember more. Now that's really true for me because two of my top subjects at school were French and German and I ended up going to France after I'd finished college and uh, becoming an au pair, working in France, looking after children and staying with a family. By the time I left a year later, I was fluent in French. I was even having dreams in French, which was pretty amazing. But you see, as a sensitive person, You've got lots of skills and talents, so don't let anybody make your sensitivity seem like a bad thing. So now we've talked about it, do you feel better about being sensitive? I do, and I'm thinking the person who was rude and shouted at me earlier this week, I'm thinking that that wasn't right what they did. Yeah, I'm thinking that wasn't right, and I'm thinking they didn't want to take responsibility for the way they treated me, so it was much easier to make my sensitivity wrong. Now, don't get me wrong, (laughs) I think there are some downsides to being sensitive. I often feel like I'm being swallowed up when I'm in a big crowd, and I can be uneasy around loud noises, you know, like fireworks and fire engines and ambulances, thunderstorms and, yeah, shouty people like that person I was talking about before. Do you ever feel like that? Are you sensitive to those things too? I can often feel quite tired or like my feelings get big and suffocating and I have had to learn how to manage those over the years. So, you know, I think people misunderstand us sensitive beings and they don't feel things on the level that we do. And that's okay because we're all different. Do you need other people to understand who you are? 
I don't think you do. I think you just need to understand yourself a bit better. And you know then that you don't have to prove yourself to anybody. You're fine just as you are. In fact, you're more than fine. So, you know, next time somebody says something hurtful or mean to you, you can take back your power. I mean, come on, we're not going to let people like that have any kind of power over us, are we? We can only feel bad if we let those things in. So how can we keep those words out? Well, I've got a little plan for you. Are you ready to try something different instead? So number one, you need to recognise that what the other person is saying is not true. Just because somebody says something, it doesn't mean it's true. It's just their opinion. Then I want you to notice how you feel. And I want you to take responsibility for your feelings. So it's okay for you to have strong feelings about something. And when you feel upset about something, it's a sign that you need to listen to yourself. Then I want you to decide not to let those mean, horrible words in. Send them back to where they came from. Imagine that you have a boomerang or a frisbee or some deflector cuffs like Wonder Woman and let the words bounce off you or fly them back to the other person. You get to decide what you let in and what is true for you. I want you to learn to stay with yourself And be your own cheerleader. Get your pom-poms out and everything. Go you. Be kind to yourself and don't let those people, those mean people, don't let their words mean anything. They're only words. And if you make them mean something like I did, you know, like I made sensitive being a bad thing. it's, It's not true. It doesn't help me. What do you think you might be making it mean? I also want you to think about what you would say to a good friend who was spoken to in a mean way. So I've told you my story and I wonder what you sat there thinking, like, how dare that lady speak to you like that? How very rude. So try and see it from another person's point of view if you find it hard to be your own cheerleader. You really do need to protect your soft bruises from people who like to press them. And that means I think you have to make choices about who you hang around with. If somebody keeps pressing your bruises and hurting you when you've asked them not to, then you have to think, is this wise and sensible to keep hanging around with this person? They're quite unpredictable because you don't know when they might press your bruise again. What do you think? Do you think you can trust someone that does that? In the class on negativity in the energy pod, I teach you how you can protect yourself from that. I'll link to that class in the show notes for you if you want to find out how to do it. You don't need to toughen up your peachy skin. You're not an apple. You're not a potato. You're not a banana. You're a peach. And that means you're lovely and soft and juicy inside. So don't go changing who you are, but maybe think about who you show your lovely juicy peachiness to, who gets to see the sensitive part of you. Because not everyone is deserving of that part of you if they don't know how to treat it properly. Hmm. If you want to learn more about how to love the bits of you that others don't like, you know, like be more accepting of your peachiness, 
or how to deal with people who don't appreciate you just as you are, then you will really like my course called Be Your Own Best Friend. It's a new course, but it's a lot of fun and we get to hang out together for six weeks and you'll probably be hanging out with other peaches so they're going to understand you. They're kind and sensitive. And by the time you finish the course, you're going to be much more comfortable in your own skin. That'll be your peachy skin, won't it? Peachy and proud. <laughs> so I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you want to get your hands on all the extra stuff that I've mentioned here, be sure to jump on over to the show notes. You'll find them in the usual spot on the website, smileyforlife.com forward slash TMS10. That's T for truly, M for madly and S for, that's right, smiley. So before I leave you, I have something for you to think about. Next time somebody calls you sensitive, why don't you just smile and say, yes, I am. Thank you very much. Take it as a compliment and then walk away with your head held high. I'd really love for you to try that, to be proud of who you are and to love the skin you're in. So take care of your peachy selves. Until next time, see you soon. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed that, please tell 